I think we've all had a moment during our days where we can look at something out a window or see the light hit an angle a certain way or hearing something just at the perfect moment. And I think we all find beauty in these perfect little moments where if we tried to explain it to someone else, they might think it was silly. And that's what I'm asking everyone this week. What are some things that are beautiful to you that other people might not understand? Here on Behind Every Story. What's up, everyone? My name's Jason, and this is Behind Every Story. If this is your first time with us, let me explain what's happening. I love stories. I love listening to people's stories, from comic books to films, songs to jokes, sitting around a campfire with your friends, or being in an audience surrounded by strangers being enveloped by a storyteller. I love hearing people's stories. And even more than that, I love learning behind those stories. Like, you can tell me the joke, but I want to learn the story how you heard that joke or where the joke comes from. This show is the proverbial director's commentary on the movie of life. This is episode number 40 of 50 of the COVID-50. Before we begin, a note of warning. The topics we explore on this show may not be suitable for all listeners. This podcast deals with real people and real stories. These stories may contain and deal with graphic language, adult themes, sexual content, or violence. Listener discretion is advised. This week, we're discussing that beautiful little moment that makes you happy, that makes that down into the core of your being sends emotions rippling through your soul. But if you were to try to explain this or try to like recreate it or anything like that, to someone else, they might not understand. And I think this is absolutely best described in the movie, American Beauty. It was one of those days where it's a minute away from snowing. And there's this electricity in the air. You can almost hear it. This bag was just dancing with me. Like a little kid begging me to play with it. For 15 minutes. Yesterday I realized that there was this entire life behind things. This incredibly benevolent force that wanted me to know that there was no reason to be afraid. To me, beautiful things that make me happy probably line up with coincidences. For me, there are three things that just make me unbelievably happy on any random day. And one is seeing things happen at the perfect time. For instance, driving down the street and looking up at the streetlights as they turn on right after you look at them, like you were supposed to look up at them and see them. 
A great example of this is I was sitting in my backyard and I had taken a nap under a tree a few weeks ago. I think I've already told this story, but I think it's apropos that I tell it again. And I'll make it shorter though. I was sitting in my backyard underneath a tree in the uh, chilly spring breeze and I fell asleep. And when I woke up, I looked up and I saw one last leaf on the tree above me. Now, being that it was spring, this leaf had stood the test of time all winter. It had not budged an inch all winter. But as soon as I looked at it, I saw it break away and fall to the ground. And I, I found a lot of beauty and serenity in that moment, like I was supposed to see it. Another thing that I love seeing and it makes me incredibly happy is seeing patterns, especially in numbers. Now, for a while, to be honest, this kind of freaked me out. Now it's more of a feeling of the universe kind of patting me on the shoulder saying, it's okay, we see you. And my number is 229. And I see this number literally everywhere. So much so that I kept a log in my phone of when I saw it, date, time, and what it was. I had to create 12 different logs in my phone because they would fill up so fast. And normally I see this number combination two or three times a day. And most of the time when I see it, I look up to check the time and sure enough, it's 229 or 1229. And I've gotten to the point where kind of don't laugh anymore. <laughs> I still find it serene, but it happens almost daily. And it's never like I look up and it's 2.26 and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna look up in three minutes. It's last time I checked the clock, it was 10.30 a.m. and now it's 2.29 p.m. So it's, it's calming and beautiful in a kind of a creepy, something is all connected kind of way. And I think the last thing that I find absolute joy, joy and beauty in is something that I don't think I can properly describe. And I, and I say that because I've tried to. Every once in a while, when you go through an intersection while driving, you'll be in the middle lane. There'll be a car in the left turning lane and a car in the right turning lane. And as the car on both sides of you, turn left and right at the exact same time, and you shoot through and go straight. I call this making the sword. Like the two cars that are going left and right are the hilt and the handle of the sword, and then your car going straight is the sword's blade. And every time this happens, a wave of joy just this pure rippling effect from my brain to my toes of, oh my gosh, I got to be in this moment. This was awe-inspiring. That for the next hour, I just feel giddy and silly and stupid happy about this. And when I tried to explain this to my wife, she just didn't really get it at first. And then it happened once and she's like, oh, I get this. It's still silly, 
but I get it. So now whenever it happens to me, I say things like, I had a sword today at uh, these two intersections. And she's like, that's cool. And that's the end of the story. (laughs) Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to hear from everybody else as I ask them, what are some beautiful things that make you happy that most people might not understand? some beautiful things that make you happy that other people might not understand Mm. uh greenery uh i think people get so it's so easy just to say okay sky's blue ground's green you know trees green yada 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 but uh i've been into the desert (laughs) and uh Green is such a beautiful color, and it's a sign of life. And don't get me wrong; there's plenty of life in deserts, but uh, when you, what you get to see every day, and I'm still kind of in the desert. I'm in the high plains desert of Colorado, um, but we still get some green, and uh, it's so I don't know. It's just beautiful. Signifies life. Probably has something to do with you know. Each time I've seen beautiful green, I've come back from the desert where. You know, you're, you're a little worried about <laughs> getting blowed up and stuff. Mm. So green definitely symbolizes life and all that. But uh, I just think it's a pretty color, too. It's my favorite color after black. <laughs> so um, and maybe another thing that people don't really. Bugs. Bugs are fascinating. I mean. Take your time to look at one. Look at an ant and look at how they're put together. And it's, I don't know, just these cool little armored creatures running around. And uh, and they're everywhere. They outnumber us. Uh, many to many, many, many thousands <laughs> to one. And it's actually their world. And we think that we're better than that. And I don't know. It's just... They're beautiful things. My name is Sarah, and I'm from a podunk town in Iowa. Um, I really enjoy cooking for other people and I find a lot of people that I've talked to, like, especially my parents can't stand it. My mom is the worst cook and she would admit it. I'm not just ratting her out here, but she, there are lots of people don't understand why you would spend so much time cooking a meal. And I find it to be a very beautiful thing because it allows you to provide something, provide the best of something that you can for someone else, even if it's on a daily basis, even if it's for my family, which even if your daughter doesn't appreciate it because she's so picky and will only eat hot dogs and chips and, and pickles and will not eat your delicious gourmet food. But I find it beautiful in that uh, it makes me feel like it's 
something that's more unique to me and maybe a select other group of people because they're bringing that joy to others. So why, while I keep kind of coming back to that, I spend a lot of time. So there's some times where I will cook for like three hours just for like a two or three hours just for like a basic meal. You know, there's no Rachel Ray 30 minute meals with me. And it's, it's that dedication that I find beautiful and enjoyable that other people may not. And I enjoy the process of things. I enjoy seeing things grow. So like, um, you know, gardening and things like that. I, I enjoy the, the seeing a seed sprout forth something that, you know, would have been dormant that you couldn't even imagine have come out of that. So, you know, other people may find that beautiful, but I just find the entire process just um, mystifying. My name is Rob, and I am from the Midwest in America. What are some beautiful things that make you happy that most people might not understand? I love nature, and I know a lot of people appreciate that, but they may not know that I really love, like I'm sitting here talking to you and I'm looking at all these trees that are just starting to bud. Mm -hmm. I like everything from the dead branches to the buds on the trees. Uh, I like uh, most forms of music. Uh, probably all forms of music, but I'm sure there's something to be like, ugh, you know. Uh, Jazz is a big one for me. And I can talk jazz a lot. Um, I find, oh God, I find beauty in food. I find, oh God, I love food. And I love all sorts of foods. I love looking at it, smelling it, tasting it. Um, I think for everything that people find beautiful, there are people that don't understand. There are people that, that watch a cartoon and it's just a cartoon. I watch it and, and I see beauty in the art and the motion and the voices and everything, the sound effects. Uh, I look at nature. I see beauty in the, the, in the life and the death and the, the, uh, shapes and the, the contrasting colors. I, I, I think that everybody sees beauty differently. Um, and if I don't, if I personally don't understand what somebody sees beauty in something, I really do, even though in the moment I'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? I really do try to go back and think about it. Like, why did they love that? Why did they find beauty in it? Um, it, it like with music, uh, I know that like hip hop and rap are not something from my generation necessarily. There, there's some, but it wasn't what it is now. And younger people like love that sound. So I purposefully will listen to the sound and try to hear what is it that they love about it. And, and actually in the sound of it, I really like it. I don't necessarily like the message being given, but that could be true of any era of music. You know what I mean? Uh, there's some good, there's some bad. Uh, but I, I really do try to find the art in things or the beauty in things. However, you, I mean, I guess art and beauty go hand in hand in my head. My name is Brandon. I am from Elgin, Illinois. Beautiful things that make me happy that 
some people might not understand. I like, one of the things I try to photograph is creations of man that are being reclaimed by nature. You know, the, the, uh, and it's because I, I find a, a kind of elegant beauty to it. Um, the, the barn house that's collapsed in and a tree's growing through it. Um, the truck that's been left in a field and is rusting and, and, you know, anything like that, that's something that's falling apart, an old building that's falling apart. Um, the roof's caved in and the bricks, you know, I like that where the creations of man are being reclaimed by nature. Cause that's ultimately what's happening is when a roof caves in, eventually the rains and the winds get to it and they crumble it down. And over time, the walls will just go away and it'll be nothing but a field. And the idea that nothing we do is of permanence um, is quite scary, but it also has its, its own sort of beauty to it. And being able to look at a physical representation of that, um, I've always found to be beautiful. And whether it's in a photo you know, photograph or whether it's in person, My name is Stella, and I'm from Chicago. Beautiful things that make me happy. Um, music. Music really just makes me happy. It's beautiful. Um, music is the only art, form of art I feel like you can feel throughout your body, and you can sense it. And um, just, just good music. Um, something else that's beautiful that nobody else understands. <laughs> this is going to be a gross one. Um, the feeling that, and this is the interpretation of beautiful when something is like gratifying, that's beautiful to me, like an organized desk or, mm. or organized files, or it's the same feeling that you have when you see somebody pop a pimple, like a professional pimple popper. That's a really beautiful thing. <laughs> That's a profession? Um, yeah, there's a pimple popper lady or something. On, I think you can look her up on YouTube. Um, this was not a huh. sponsored post. But yeah, she literally takes these contraptions and she'll run them over. I don't know how she does it, but she'll pop that pimple. And when it pops, oh, I mean, I'm getting graphic here, but it is gratifying to the umpteenth degree. Um I'm totally not answering this the way you probably thought I would, but there I'm, is no thought. I'm a random <laughs> speaker for sure. I think about a lot of random weird stuff all at the same time. My name is Sean, and I am from Chicago. Um, I think, you know, like, the biggest thing right now in my life that, like, brings me the most joy, like, and happiness um, is my nieces. I have one sister that's got three beautiful girls, and I am at my happiest when I'm around them. They just bring me so much joy 
they like bring out the funnest side of me and they i i know that i'm loved when i'm around them um and i just have I, it's just it's just so beautifully organic when i'm with my girls um jazzy nyla and anaya so um most people see it though because i i document a lot of my moments i've like made a lot of videos uh with my nieces and whatnot so people really see me as a very active funkel um and they they know that i'm like the funnest uncle on the planet so um you know, my nieces, they bring out the best of me and, and they really ignite like a really pure joy in like my soul. My name is Michael and I'm in the Naperville area. Yo, from getting ice cream with my nephew and showing him what real power is to um, just spending time with Nicole shooting weddings and realizing like how the, the cheaper people are more in love as the more expensive people are, the more they hate each other that we realized how like it's, it comes down to putting your life in perspective. So an example is we're going to spend $5,000 on our wedding total because we know that the more money you spend, and there's a statistic out there that once you get over the $15,000 threshold, you're like 20% more likely to get a divorce. And I don't think there's a correlation based on the money towards the lawyer kind of thing. And I mean, I think part of it is that they don't actually have the money to get a divorce, which I mean, that's a, that's a totally different economic pro problem. But I feel like people who spend less tend to thick it out, whereas people who spend more have another opportunity to get the fuck out. They could see their friend Jacob, who's a owner of a pharmacist, and they'd rather dump Tom because Tom's only a manager at a Walmart. And they're all in that same socioeconomic background. They don't have that emotional, we're going to make it through this. And humbling yourself and going back to that, and this is one of the things I want to say is what makes me really happy is knowing that me and my fiance, we we talk about that and we cherish the cheap little things that are congruent to the more existential problems that we see in our world today. My name is Brett and I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I run a hair tie Instagram page where I track lost hair ties that people leave on the ground. It sort of started because when my uh, ex-fiance broke up with me, she would just leave she left all these hair ties at my house and I don't know how they continued to appear, but they appeared everywhere for years. And it was like, you, you'd clean 50 times, but these things would just come out of a corner or leak out of something. And I started to notice them on sidewalks and everywhere. And I, I've seen women literally drop them on the street. I have watched it happen because I'm so attuned to it. And so 
I now appreciate when I walk, I could be in the biggest hurry in the world going to the store or something like that. And I see a hair tie and I will just pause and I will find the angle and I will take the most beautiful picture of it and I post it. And it just makes me so happy to just nail that. So I think that, or like, I don't know, like, just like you're going down on a chick and her butthole is just so perfect. And you just spend some time back there and just the view and the, the taste, those two things, beauty that other people might not uh, appreciate. Hi, my name is Chris. I'm from Elgin, Illinois. I think, to me personally, is seeing somebody overcome, whether it's a fear or whether it's a, it's a, it's a thing that it's a hang up or whether it's a, it's a um, thing that they didn't understand and um, and and achieving it or or getting it. Um, You know, when somebody has that aha moment, it's really kind of cool to be the observer of that. Uh, um, And and if you help them, that's even better. But you know, I, I my parents are teachers, and I think that kind of sticks with me where you see somebody that's really been struggling, whether it's with a problem or with the way to do something or something in their life. And then they kind of figure it out and can overcome that. And then there's that sense of joy. There's that sense of pride. There's that sense of just, Hey, I accomplished that. That's a really cool thing to see and to share with somebody. So I I think that's the coolest thing. My name is Potato Johnson, and I am from Crystal Lake, Illinois. Um, background design of Sonic the Hedgehog games. Um, it, and that sounds really weird, but that's been something since I was a kid. Like, I wish I could go to Green Hill Zone. Something about uh, orange and brown checkered mountains with green palm trees on them. I'm like, take me there now. And that's I'm I'm seriously not even being like funny about it. Like I I've always wanted to just go there. What draws you to that? I don't have any clue. It just looks it to sound like an eighty year old man. It looks nice. It, you know, it's it blue skies, waterfalls, cool looking dirt that's symmetrically pretty <laughs> orange and I, I really don't know it just looks like someplace i'd want to go and just like sit in a chair and look at hello my name's dan from cambridge uk what are some things that you find beautiful that make you happy that most people might not understand? Uh, pregnant women, but a lot of people would understand that. Um, sunsets and sunrises, but people would get that. Uh, the way animals sometimes communicate with humans, that's nice, but people would get that. Uh, I like destroyed stuff as well, though, like bad stuff and 
the decayed. I have a thing for the underdog and the damaged. So that probably actually. <laughs> yeah, you can go to some abandoned place where all the buildings are decayed. And yeah, I think that looks really nice. What? What? Why is that beautiful to you? It's more beautiful when nature starts taking over again because then you get that juxtaposition of man and nature. But man's not in the scene, it's just remnants of man. I don't know, it's kind of poignant. We are Lauren and Ryan, and we are from Chicago, Illinois. Um, definitely as a photographer, I definitely see beauty a lot faster than other people. I, I definitely like to do, you know, what you see versus what I see kind of thing. Um, and I, there's nothing really specific. I, I definitely find beauty in every single person, while someone else might just say, you know, they're not attractive or, you know, my, my favorite thing in the world is to get a client that's like, I don't feel attractive. I don't feel beautiful. And getting them in front of my lens and my camera mm. is showing them the back of the camera and being like, see, and then they're emotional. Like those are my favorite, you know? Um, and then same thing with a scene, you know, I might see something in a garbage dump where it has leading lines and cool composition and I'll be able to photograph it and show people the back of the camera. So that's definitely where I find beauty. So I think one thing that makes me unique is, is, and certainly different than the state of the world today is I find beauty in our differences. Um, you know, I, I find beauty in the fact that someone has a different viewpoint than me. I find beauty mm -hmm. in the fact that someone looks different than I do. You know, that is the very essence of this life is the fact that we are all created as completely distinct, unique creatures, right? And we've, we've lost our understanding of that, I feel like, somewhere along the way. And, uh, and that it is all of those differences that creates beauty in this world. When you look out at a, at a mountain in spring, right, or in the, you're in the mountains in spring, or anywhere in spring, really, what do you see? You see diversity. You see lots of colors. You see lots of things, right? And, and that's, that's what's beautiful, right? If everything was the same color and uniform, it would be boring and it would suck. And we wouldn't want to look at it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's all of these differences that are beautiful. And it's all of these differences that really make us strong if we allow for those differences, right? If we're mm -hmm. patient about those differences, if we understand that people come from different places and that doesn't make them right or wrong, it doesn't make their viewpoints right or wrong. It just makes them different. My name is Zach. I live in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, I don't think I have anything direct. I mean, I think that some of the, the some of the things that make me smile um, are other people who feel the same way. Like um, when a certain somebody uh, when she walks in the room, and you know, it could be from her getting home from work or just waking up or whatever. Um, it's just, she puts a smile on my face and a feeling in my heart that I've, I've never had before. Um, 
and it's 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 the little things i guess a lot of little things that that kind of make me happy My name is M. I am from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, okay, well, obviously the X-Files. People are never going to understand. People will never understand why that is to me something beautiful. Um, uh, what are things that are beautiful to me? Um, hmm. I think that I, I feel like I get misunderstood the most the way I love people. Um, and I, I love people a lot of times that have hurt me. And then people say, well, how could you still do that? Like, how could you be that for that person? And it's like, because they're not who they were then, you know? And like, I just, I tend to be uh, very forgiving and, um, and, and I see people, I see good in people um, and, and I don't think a lot of people understand that. My name is Mark Allen Fishman. I am from Homewood, Illinois. No one in the world ever gets what they want, and that is beautiful. Everybody dies frustrated and sad, and that is beautiful. They might be Giants quotes, but they hold true. Um, I think that there is uh, so much good in the world, so much art and beauty all around us, everywhere, little moments, things that exist um, right in front of our faces that we'd never stop and take the time to cherish for what they are little insignificant things that if you just stop and realize how important they might be. Um, I feel like people don't understand all the time. Like uh, a few weeks ago, um, I took my kids up North um for some reason, I don't even remember why we were up there. Uh, but we went and I took them to one of my favorite restaurants that I went to every Sunday with my family when I went to see my grandmother. And uh, then just driving home late on a Sunday night from 294. I, I've taken that drive literally probably 500 times. And it is ingrained in me, like the thought memory, the feeling of wanderlust, just being in a car, looking outside at roving lights with my family, um, knowing like I just gave my, hopefully I gave at least the oldest kid a memory that he'll hold on to and um, we'll make him think about stuff like that. And like, that's a big important part to me as an only child. It's like legacy and, and, and story and having, those stories um i i'm really excited about what stories my kids will tell about their childhood to their kids in front of me at some point because it's going to happen and you know that's the kind of stuff that sticks with me that i don't know if a lot of people really pay attention to or care about
My name is Marie and I am from St. Paul, Minnesota. I feel like I'll be a creep by saying this, but when other people smile and laugh, that's... Sorry, what was the question? No, it's okay. I think you're on the right track. What are some beautiful things to you that make you happy that other people might not understand? Yeah, when other people smile or laugh, it's pretty pretty simple. I mean, I think other people would understand it because of the saying, like, laughter is infectious. Um, when something goofy happens and I can just laugh at it, or when something maybe terrible happens, but then we're kind of able to see, like, oh, you know, it's okay, it's stupid, like, me dropping my pizza on the floor. Like, oh, oh, well, <laughs> that kind of sucks. <laughs> Let me take a photo. <laughs> um, just the trivial events. I try not to, like, any trivial thing that sucks I, I turn I try to turn it into a joke spilt like spilled tea like whatever like of course I would spill the tea my name is John. I am from the west suburbs of Chicago. Hmm. I don't know. Um, these lines, you know, like like ink, like ink lines. Probably people find that stuff beautiful too, though. You know, just uh, I don't know, like a uh, very much like just like scribbly ink blots and lines and just weird like turning a, a page from white to black without actually drawing something is very just a, something I find very beautiful and um, another thing too is like sometimes I, I find myself like just kind of marveling at all the, the geometric shapes that are just like build up houses where like right now I'm sitting in my living room and I'm surrounded by like just like straight ass lines and right angles and it's it's all really generic and it's built to serve a purpose, but it is all very strange and not something that's found in nature. And like, and I sit here and I think about it and I'm just like surrounded by straight lines. It's kind of weird, but I like it. Stories make the world a smaller, more intimate place. Like, no matter what's happening to you, know that you're not alone. That maybe someone else out there is seeing 229 on their clock, or maybe they're making a sword while they're driving. Always be on the lookout for little and beautiful things to make your day and your life a little bit better. Do you have an awesome story about what you find beautiful that most people might not understand? Send us an email or a voicemail clip to BehindEveryStory at gmail.com. And thank you so much for joining us here on Behind Every Story. 
If you liked what you heard, please consider subscribing on your favorite podcast app or sharing our podcast with your friends and family. In fact, damn it, do both. And we would love to connect with others and hear from you. So please like and follow us on Facebook at Behind Every Story Podcast to stay up to date on all our newest episodes and some behind-the-scenes stuff as well. And you can always find us on our website, BehindEveryStory.com. Great storytellers make the world a smaller and more intimate place. So thank you to all the storytellers out there, big and small, sharing with us the beauty that you find that maybe we might not understand, but we still love to try. And thank you to our guests this week, Brett, Bob, Brandon, Chris, Daniel, Chris, John, Lauren, Ryan, M, Mark, Marie, Michael, Potato, Johnson, Rob, Sarah, Stella, Sean, and Zach. I've been your storyteller, Jason Osterkamp, and it's been a pleasure sitting around the campfire with you. Join us again next time when I get to ask everyone, what is something you are certain you will never experience? We'll see you next time on Behind Every Story. Behind Every Story.